Welcome to Growing Your Team, a podcast designed for small business owners seeking to grow their company with the help of employees and contractors. Your time is limited, which means growing and leveraging teams is essential for business success. The Growing Your Team podcast is the place to learn tips and techniques designed to help you know when it's the right time to hire, how to select perfect fit team members, and how to maximize productivity while creating a positive work environment. Drawing from her 10 plus years of leadership and hiring experience, here is your host, Jamie Van Kuyk. Hello, Jamie Van Kuyk here, and welcome back to the Growing Your Team podcast. Today, I wanna tell you about something that happened to me a few years ago that wasn't business related, but the lesson learned 100% applies to my business and yours and anybody who has employees on their team, especially growing, scaling businesses where things change. So seven years ago, my oldest daughter attended her first dance class and it didn't go as planned. As a lifelong dancer myself, I dreamed about the day of my daughter starting dance from the moment I found out that I was pregnant. I just knew I was having a girl and I just knew if things went as planned my way, she would end up in dance because, like I said, I was a dancer my entire life. To be able to pass that down to my child is just something I really wanted. I think that's something that a lot of people want when they have kids is that you have these passions, you have these things you're passionate about, and you want to continue on that passion and then have your child do it as well. So finally, the day arrived. She was around two, and I couldn't have been happier. We found a studio that took kids about two and a half years old. We put her in these cute little tights, her leotard, and the tiniest ballet shoes that exist. Her entire face lit up as we drove to the studio because she said she wanted to dance. She went to the studio with me on the registration day. She was so excited, and she wanted to be there. She wanted to go be a little dancer because she loved dancing around the house. But when we got there, everything changed. She hated the class. No matter what I said or how tried or how hard the teacher tried, she wouldn't participate. We even tried me being there with her during the class, but they were doing a lot of down on the floor, get up, here, there, everywhere, and I was about eight months pregnant, so I couldn't be doing everything with her. Halfway through the lesson, it came time to change from her ballet shoes into her tap shoes because it was a split class. And when she exited the studio and we started to put on her tap shoes, she started to cry and said that she did not want to go back into the studio. My dreams of having a little dancer were falling to the floor with each one of her tears. I was like, what? What's going on? She wanted to be here, but now she doesn't. I thought she was going to live on my passion. But now she's struggling against it and she's refusing to go and even try. At that moment, I decided that there was only one thing to do. I picked her up and started walking right out of the dance studio. On her way, 
a dance mom of a four-year-old girl who was in the class stopped me and said, just keep trying. Eventually, she'll learn to love dance. My daughter used to cry every time I would bring her and look at her now. In response, I gave her the biggest smile and said, my daughter does not need to learn to love an extracurricular activity. If she doesn't want to be here, there's no reason to force her to be here. All these years later, I look back at that moment and I wish I said something additional to that mother. I wish I added, and I'm sure your daughter hasn't learned to love it either. She's just learned that she has no choice but to be here because it's what you want for her. And as parents, we've gone through this philosophy for now both our children. We don't force them to do things that are extracurricular activities because we want them there. We let them explore their own own passion. Our oldest got into rock climbing, and through that, we got into rock climbing, but we're there at the gym multiple times a week because of her. Our youngest did skateboarding for a while and guitar and everything, and yes, my youngest is in the dance is a little dancer. She does do dance once a week, but that was because she wanted to do it and she kept asking for it because we realized that it's more important for our children to pursue their own passions and do something that they really like rather than be forced to do something because we want it. And trust me, my husband played soccer his entire life through college. He played soccer on rec teams when we first started dating He would have loved to see his children running around the field with a soccer ball. But that never happens because our girls never wanted to play soccer. So what does this have to do with your business? There are a few things. One is that a lot of business owners say, I want a person working for my business who is as passionate about my business as I am. And guess what? That's never going to happen. Your business is your baby that you grew from the ground up or you purchased and you have this extreme passion about it because of everything that you've put into it to get it to the place where it's at. Your employees are never going to have the same passion and you can't expect them to. So that's lesson number one. Understand that people's passion will not mirror yours. They might end up with passion for your business but it's not going to be the same. And you can't force somebody to be passionate about your business, which brings us to point number two. People might think that they want something. They might apply for a job and think that this is what I want. And then they might get in there and realize that they hate it. That it just doesn't light them up every day. That it's a job that they're miserable going to instead of a job that they enjoy. And as a business owner, you have the option. You can force them to stay in that job. You can force them to be somebody that they're not. Or you can accept the fact that your positions that you need in your business are not for everybody. And if the wrong person gets in there, you need to let them take the step that they need to exit your business. As we talked about in a previous episode, You need to be okay and sometimes give them the permission and help them realize that this isn't the role for them. With that, I talked about growing and scaling businesses. When your business changes because of growth, positions change. 
even if you still need those tasks done in your business, things change. How that the structure of that role changed. Maybe that role splits out to two roles. Things evolve because your business is evolving. And as your business evolves, that person that was fully passionate about your business and their role might not be anymore because now it's not what they want. It doesn't align with their passion. So you have to recognize that you can't force somebody into a different position. You can't say, well, because you were good over here, I now want you to do this and you're just going to suck it up and do it because this is what I need. Yes, your business needs that, but we can't force people into what we need and forget about what they might need. So just remember, your employees can learn to tolerate a position, but they don't need to learn to love a position that's not right for them. And if your team members are just tolerating a position, and it's not temporary where it's like, okay, I need you to do this for two months and then you're, this, these tasks are going to be off your plate. But if they're just tolerating a position and it's a long-term thing that they're supposed to be doing this, it's not good for you and it's not good for them. Get the people into your positions that do love the position, that this is exactly what they want to do. And let those good employees go and do something else so they can find what is right for them. So they can find something that they're passionate about instead of feeling that work is a drain because they don't really want to be there. We spend a lot of time working. Your employees should enjoy their job. And if they don't, don't force them to. Because once again, they don't need to learn to love their job. If they don't love it, it's not the right fit and a change needs to be made. And then also when you're hiring, be clear and open about what the position is so you can find the person that is right for your opening and not someone that seems to have a lot of passion and you think, well, they'll learn to love the position. Because chances are they won't. Because at the end of the day, unlike some little kid whose mom is forcing them into dance class, a lot of the times your employees do have a choice. And if they don't love the position, but they stay, they can cause a lot of negative impacts. Or they can leave and then you're left scrambling. Don't force your employees to follow your dreams. Don't force them to try to love something that's not right for them. Find the employees and keep the employees that are a fit. That this is what they're looking for. Once again, your employees do not need to learn to love their job. But they should love their job. So if they don't love it, There is a problem that needs to be fixed. And it doesn't get fixed by forcing them to stay. Are you getting ready to hire and you wrote a job posting for your open position? 
but now you're left wondering, will it attract the right candidates? Hiring isn't as simple as telling people that you're hiring and having your perfect candidate show up ready to fill the role. Hiring just doesn't work that way, especially in the current market. The best candidates only apply to the positions that appear to be the right fit for them. If they don't find a connection between their job wants and your job posting, they'll skip over and go to the next opportunity. And in many cases, the reality is it's not the job isn't what they're looking for. It's not the job posting just didn't hit the mark. So is your job posting helping candidates see that your opening is right for them? Or is it turning candidates away for all the wrong reasons? Let's find out. I am currently offering Will Your Job Posting Attract the Right Candidates audit. Through this audit, I will review your job posting. And I will tell you what's working and what needs to change so you can attract your idea candidates. So if you want your job posting reviewed by an expert before it goes live, or if you have a job posting that just is not hitting the mark in the current market, sign up for an audit. Let's review it and make the changes needed so you can attract your perfect fit team member. Because remember, you can't hire a candidate who never applies for your job. And most candidates won't apply if they don't feel connected to the job posting. So let's make sure you have a job posting that will attract all the right candidates and help you make this hiring journey easier. Go to growingyourteam.com slash audits and sign up for your audit today. Once again, that's growingyourteam.com slash audit. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Growing Your Team with your host, Jamie Van Kite. Be sure to subscribe and head on over to growingyourteam.com to connect, access the show notes, and discover more ways to hire and leverage your perfect fit team.